This episode is sponsored by Conjure Tea. Founded by chef Shania Thomas Floyd, Conjure Tea taps into her background as a pastry chef to bring a unique, delicious approach to tea. Look no further than their tea offerings to find delicious blends from Lunar, an herbal tisane with blueberry, lavender, and vanilla, to Decadence, an Earl Grey blend with rose, strawberry, and cocoa nibs. The thing I love about Conjure Tea is that they're bringing unique, delicious flavors that I've never had before. My favorite of theirs is Purge Me, an organic bancha green tea with pineapple, coconut, and so much more. It has the flavor you want from a green tea with the unique and delicious combination of fruit-filled ingredients with a natural detox quality. The company has been kind enough to give 15% off your first online order to all Steep Conversations listeners by using code STEEP15 on ConjureT.com. That's promo code S-T-E-E-P-15 to get 15% off your first order at C-O-N-J-U-R-E-T-E-A.com. We played Stereotype Guess Who. Have you ever played that? Is that where you just like make up? You're just like, oh, I, I can tell you she has stepchildren, but she doesn't yes. often associate with I them. literally, me and my sister, we've been playing like that for years, but we get dark with it. We're like, does your person like rape and pillage? And we're like, yeah, yeah it's Alfred. Yeah, yeah, Do they have a van that they keep with like a big tarp over it? Yes. And then they drive it out when yes. everyone's asleep. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, that's for sure Alfred again. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 always, it's always Alfred. I kind of told you already what you're drinking. So we're drinking peppermint cream tea, mm-hmm. which is by Bird and Blend, a wonderful tea brand that we drink a lot on the podcast. It's an oolong tea. How much do you know about tea? I, the oolong threw me off. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> oolong even is. I just I know tea's uh, hot and in a cup. Yeah. Usually. Well, yeah. well I, honestly, that's all you need to know. The, the big thing that I drives me crazy is people, they're like, oh, you do a tea podcast? Like, yeah, they go, oh, so it's like really, you got to be really pretentious. I'm like, no. It's no, I just- hot drinking a cup. Have yeah, that's I say the same it. thing. Like this is to give you a teeny bit of background. All all the major teas that you've heard of, black tea, white tea, green tea, all that stuff, all come from the same plant. The only thing that makes this different comes from the same plant. It's a semi-oxidized tea, okay. so it's exposed to a lot of oxidation and sun uh, in a withering process. That's what that's what it makes it oolong. Hmm. Yeah, do you don't care, do you? Not really. You don't have I'm to. Sorry. No, I, listen, I don't really. That offends you. Oh my god, not, not at a all. big tea. I mean, I I barely drink tea. I'm sick. Really? I also feel like I should mention to anybody who's watching this that I look and sound like shit because I'm wildly hungover. I need to ex- I need to explain how hungover I am right now. I I'll say two things. One, I don't think either. I don't I think feel, you sound or look like shit. I feel unwell right now. The other thing I will say is I remember the first time I saw you perform and I heard your voice. And I always was like, like, oh, I, you know, I think I have a, a cool voice. Whatever. And I heard your voice. I was like, damn it. I've been outdone. You think you have a cool voice? No offense. No, oh my, I mean like good for, good for like no, no, no. voice oh, yes, you know? yes. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you meant like you have a cool, I think no. I sound like I've been smoking cigarettes since I came out of the womb. I don't like, I, I don't think. I love your voice. Are you, you don't, you don't like it? I, I do. I, I, it's fine now, but oh, like, and especially right now voice. it's a bit more because of the hangover. Drinker's baritone. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't drinking for a bit. I did the whole 30 and then I went off that and here we are. I did that. Did you drink a lot during the pandemic? Uh, yeah. Well, I was home with my parents and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns out when you live with mommy and daddy yeah. at 36 years old, uh, you drink a lot of wine. 
I Oh, it was wine oh, that you went for. Me and my mother would drink two bottles minimum a night. I did the opposite. So I didn't actually drink. I drank maybe five times during the entire pandemic. Oh my God. But I ate ice cream every single night. Oh, and the last thing I'll say about the tea, sorry for the steepers at home. It steeps at 195 for three minutes. So take that Very as specific. you will. I want to say, I don't know if this was your podcast or if you were filming sketches, but I remember once- because I, I, you know, I, genuinely not to butter your bread, but like I adore your stuff. I think it's all great. Butter and I, my bread. I've never heard that. <laughs> but, but you know, so but like I'm, you know, I'm genuinely like I, I always enjoy the stuff you put out. So I always check it out. There Thank was you. one. I don't know if it was your podcast or a sketch. I'm like watching it, and I don't know what it was about it, but I'm like, this is this person famous? Like I don't really know what it is. And it was like as some. I think it's like a famous porn star. Yes. Was it Samantha Mack or Lisa Ann? So I didn't know there were two. I'm weirdly friends with two porn stars. No, yes. no, no. I, well, I don't think it's weird at all, but I just, but what was so funny is uh, like, it, I'm watching this and I, I'm like sitting there and I go, should I know this person? Cause, I, Cause it seemed like they were like a big deal. Yes. And I was like, I don't know these people. Uh -huh. um, and then I was like, oh, maybe they're like a comedian. I don't know. And then I like Googled them, which I shouldn't have done. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I should have gone to incognito. Should have moved yeah, this over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you often like bring people who are not comedians into sketches and comedy and stuff? Uh, no, that the, oh, it was Samantha Mack. Okay. Yes, it was Samantha okay. Mack for sure. Samantha Mack. No, we weirdly met on a podcast actually. You're kidding. She's Canadian as well. So we started talking and then we got friendly and then she's like, we should hang out. And I was like, you know, everyone says in LA, you should hang out. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then she literally would text me and then I'm like, I had these ideas for the the videos where it was like turning the porn tropes, whatever, on like just turn them on, on yeah, whatever it is. I think whatever. you did like something with a mustache yeah, or something. I, so yeah, so I did, I, the, the whole joke was, uh, it was like a pizza guy going to the porn star's house being like, oh, do you order pizza? And then she's like, no, I'm like, oh, I got the wrong address and whatever. And that is so stupid. So oh, yeah, dumb. Funny. But she also, it was so funny because she got so into them. Like it's so weird filming with people who aren't comedians. Yeah. Cause she, I like, she literally came down butt naked and was like, <laughs> like put your teeth out next time. Yeah, what she had told me. <clears throat> but have me naked. Put the down. Yeah. Mm. Holding two different like lingerie. She's like, do you want, should I wear the pink or the teal? And I'm like, I don't care. Put something on. Like, I, this is not going to change anything yeah. for me right now. We don't have like a color scheme we're working with. Just wear one of them. She, um, yeah, we became friends because she looked at my vagina. Mm, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that reaction. The podcast we did, she was discussing how she got full surgery down there on her bits. Is she okay? No, she had got stabbed. It's really fucked up. So she, she got stabbed? She got stabbed years ago in oh Canada. I, she's fine. So oh, they, had to re, they redid it all out here, like, the whole thing. And I was okay. like, oh, I, feel like I was making jokes. I feel like I need it. And she's like, let me look. And I was like, mm -hmm. it, like this, sitting in the room. And I literally, I was wearing a dress randomly that day. And I just lifted up my dress. And then she just looked at it for a long time. Like it wasn't like a quick peek. It Were was a nervous? stare. That would have made me so it, nervous. I was very weirded out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bad lighting, middle of the day. <laughs> the like, lighting was And I'm no like worthy. sitting too. So I was like sucking in. I, I felt yeah. very strange. Anyways, yeah, she, she said it wasn't bad. And I like, I have a joke about now being like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I'm like, it's not bad. I'm like, it's not good, but it's not bad. Like, I just love that. Like, cause she's probably, I don't want to assume, but she's probably seen a fair number mm. of- Vaginas oh, in her yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that she's coming in there and going, hey, not bad. I, that's that's great. She told me she'd eat me out too. That's I, so I always, nice. I know. I always complain about like men ghosting me and stuff. She's like, I'll eat your pussy if you want. I'm like, well, you know, that's okay. But thank <laughs> You're you. You're like, I'm not, I would be nervous because I'm like, because this is now it's like professional. So it's like, oh, yeah, man, what if I don't yeah. love this? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's it's too much pressure. And it's also like we're friends now. It's like, I'm not going to have my friend just eat me out. Like it seems. Yeah, I probably, weird. I don't know that I would. <laughs> it I, seems um, a little strange. It's, it, to me, it's the very same thing. And this is maybe a weird analogy, but it'd be the same thing. Like I have a friend who's a chef 
I'm never sitting there being like, can you cook for me? No. Because that's like that's that's what you do professionally. I'm not gonna make you that's do that. That's what people for me. say do that to us too. Tell me a joke. So many fucking guys on Tinder. The worst I get is you think you're funny. Wait, people I say that to you? So you think you're funny? I go, I, I most certainly am. It's my full-time well, job. I, I I'm a full-time you're, comedian. You're proven funny. That, I, it's I, not a think. It's a fa- it's an it's objective. my job. I, I don't tell you. I own a golden retriever. I just toss it in like, I, like it's something. I have a golden retriever. I, I was going to say, I don't know that it plays into that, but I do love dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, listen, I'm funny. And also- Look, my dog cost me in total, it's about 10 grand and it's I don't love it. Because the purchase or the maintenance? The, I'm the, not trying to make her sound or him sound no, like a no. car. She's perfect. Wait, what no, is her she's name, by the way? Susan. She, Susan, love it. Yeah, okay. her name's Susan. She, um, golden retrievers are expensive to purchase. Okay. So she was $3,500. Uh-huh. And I look, I, everyone in Los Angeles gets very upset with me because they wanted you to adopt. And I'm like, the next dog I'm going to adopt, she's going to get a buddy in probably I, the next oh, year. I, that face wasn't judgment. It was the price. No, the price is crazy. But the problem is it gets worse. Well, Susan has a bunch of shit wrong with her. No. So she's it's she's fine, but she's like a, she's allergic to everything. So she's on a specific hypoallergenic diet and treats only. So her, her food is like a hundred bucks a month. She has to get a allergy shot once a month. I don't think I spend a hundred bucks a month on food. It's crazy. Oh my lord! No, it's nuts. Yeah, I yeah. do love that you called her Susan. It yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. she's your roommate. Have you ever seen? Did you ever play the game Guess Who? Growing up, are you kidding? Susan, white hair, same color as my dog. Can I tell you what we used to do when I got older? Though we played stereotype Guess Who. Have you ever played that? Is that where you just like make up? You're just you're just like oh I, I can tell you she has stepchildren but she doesn't yes. often associate with. I them. literally just posted a video like that. Um, I answered the other day. Literally, me and my sister we've been playing like that for years, but we get dark with it. We're like, does your person like? rape and pillage and we're like yeah, yeah it's Alfred yeah, yeah. you Just know did, yeah, 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 do yeah, they, yeah do they have a van that they keep with like a big tarp over it yes and then they drive it out yes. when everyone's asleep yes yeah. Uh, yeah, that's for sure Alfred again yeah <laughs> I should say it's always it's always Alfred um, I, I, we used to do that I think we started in like high school we used to do that and we made it into a drinking game it's so fun uh, it was so good my, I cannot yeah. believe that's why you named her Susan. I think that's exactly why I named her Susan. This, oh the only God. game we had at our fucking cottage growing up for years was fucking Guess Who and like we lost all the cards immediately so we have to like that's play it a different all way. you had was Guess Who? We had Guess Who and then we had the first Nintendo but just the yeah. one game. What, no, that the regular Super Mario and then Qbert. Do you know Qbert? No, I know it but I... Th- th- that's this is- the only two games we had and we were bad at both of them. You'd think you'd get good at one. Was it just, so you just have this one sibling? Is it sister? Yes. Yeah. I actually kind of want to get, I told her that she's not on board. I want to get a little Qbert tattoo. I think I want one. Oh, you think you should? I want to see, because I, when I saw you walk in, I love the tattoo that you have on your forearm. Oh yeah, I got that drunk with my sister last time she was here. I got to tell you, drunk or not, like I actually thought it was no, very, I'm, I, I actually, it. it's, fine. It's, fine. it's fine, it's simple, whatever. But like, I also like the detail of it. I think it's very pretty. It's a cute little, um, little And I know you have one over here. How many do you have total? 12. 12. Yeah, they're all hidden. I have them all. My feet are heavily tattooed. I got a giant windmill in my back that we don't really understand why half of them I have. I, I love to say we. <laughs> is it like the, the we, consensus uh, of people? We don't... Yeah, everybody who sees it is like, why do you have a giant windmill in your back? And I'm like, look, at the why time, not, though? I wanted to move to Amsterdam years ago and it didn't happen. And You could have been in Boom Chicago. That's what I went audition for. Oh, you're kidding. I'm dead serious. I went out, I had like a big breakup when I was 24 years old and I was like, I'm getting out of Canada. So then I went to Amsterdam to audition for it. And I got there and they're like, everyone's sick. We got to cancel the auditions. You got to come back next week. I'm like, I flew in for this. I'm not, you're not canceling it. So I had, I'd say the worst audition of my entire life. It was just me and one guy came in, just like a two-handed improv with this guy. And I didn't realize it was all games. Is it all short form? It's all like singing and like audience games and stuff. And I was like, I I used to do long form. That's why I started it in. So I was like, I thought it was like more scene work. Absolutely not. 
Yeah, that was a very, and then I ended up eating a bunch of French fries. I stayed in the red light district alone, and I no, just, I just don't. literally walked around alone eating this cone fries. I, oh, that was a weird night. Yeah. This, so this is funny. I, I like so rarely tell this story, but like you're one of the only people who understand this. I had a weird romantic situation where I was not feeling great about things, and I also signed up for to audition for Boom Chicago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> very specific. So uh, I had the audition. It was going to be, uh, it was, but it was going to be in Chicago. I was living in Chicago at the time. And they were auditioning okay. out of there, and I was doing a bunch of stuff at Second City and IO. So a bunch of the people who were working there were like, "Dude, it's just you're, you got this." Yeah. I'm supposed to go. It's like two nights later, and I start having like a little bit of. I, I'm not a full-blown panic attack, but like a little bit of panic because I'm like, but what if, what if I do get it? And then I start spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, then I'd have to move there and then I have to give up my whole life. And what if the person I'm supposed to marry is there in Chicago and I don't know? And then what if, but now Second City is going really well and they like me there, but they're not going to remember me if I leave. And oh my God, what am I going to do? So I continue to freak out. My friend was like, yeah, I have, I have my boom audition. I think you have yours too, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, well, I'll see you there. And I was like, totally. Up until about 45 minutes before, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. I left my apartment. I walked into the uh, red line stop. Okay. So the L, the, the yeah. subway in Chicago. I walk into the red line stop. I scan my ticket. I go, the train comes, I stand there and I cannot move. And the train doors open. I cannot move. The train doors close. I turn around. I walk back up. I go back up to my apartment. I turn my phone off. So if they call, if texted anything, nothing, turn it off, had a beer and went to bed and never spoke about it again. Oh my God. That's psychotic. I know. That's insane. I'll tell you what, I don't think, I think you made the right choice. <laughs> I, I, I was so, think. here's the thing, I had these delusions of like, oh my God, I'm going to leave my, my life's going to pass me by if I go. No. Not that I would have gotten it. No. I'm telling you, I would not have gotten yeah. it. Yeah. It's wild to think, I used to think I could get Second City in Toronto and then I auditioned uh, two years in a row and both times chose very strange things to do. Like sure. one time I, I massaged this girl, I, I came out hot as a, as a pervert. And it was to the point where they were like, all right, that's the end of that scene. Like she was visibly upset. And uh, they're like, yeah, let's call that. Let's call it a scene there. And I was like, I'm not getting this. Never did. Never got a call back. Wasn't even close. Did you go through like the whole conservatory thing? Do all that? No, I did a couple. I think I did my first improv class when I was 18 with Second City. Maybe younger. 16, I think I did like a, took like a teen class when I was in high school because I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I did a thing called Impatient Theater Company. I did like classes with them in Toronto. Yeah, it was like a whatever Toronto thing. And then I was in a sketch, an improv troupe called The Dumb Cunts with the K. Um, oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no we doubt. We had to change the name because people didn't want to put us on anything. So we were uh, Lady Stash. Oh. And then Lady Stash turned into just two of us. And then, yeah, me and my sketch partner still do stuff. Well, it, so it, it's really interesting. Like there are some standups who have a vibe of, I guess for lack of a better term, bring stage presence that other standups don't. I yes. think you are a very, like a great example of someone who brings stage presence. We were talking earlier off mic about Simon Gibson, another person who brings really good yes, stage presence. Yes. No surprise to hear both of you came from other backgrounds like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. How did you make the transition over? Uh, money. No, I-, I <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Yeah, I went I went to a college two-year program for comedy and writing in Toronto. There's a comedy okay. and writing program. There you do stand-up sketch, everything in that. And I thought I wanted to be like just sketch. And then I did a little bit of stand-up then and then- I was kind of always like dipping my toes in doing shows here and there, but way more improv stuff. And then I realized, oh, improv pays no money. And um, I don't know if it ever will. And then I was like, the improv scene, it's just, they're, they're, they're too nice too. So now I'm just like used to like stand-ups. Like if you have a bad set, no one's going to be like, eh. like with improv, you could bomb your deck off and go, oh my God, that one scene. 
you came in and you said, uh, doctor, <laughs> yes, please. That was so funny. It's like, it wasn't. I just ate shit. I ate shit on stage 100%. for fucking 25 minutes and you're still saying I'm funny. Like, it's not. And then like, yeah, it was very, it's very hard to gauge if you are funny with improv. That's why so many, there's so much bad improv out there because people are still laughing at it for no reason. Like, I don't know. The tough thing also is I remember I once got this note and I was baffled by it. Someone said, they were like, you third eye improvise. And I go, oh, cool. What does that mean? And, um, and she goes, um, it's clear that you know what the scene's missing and then you do it to cover it. She's like, if it's missing information, if it's missing emotional stuff, you, you bring that to the scene. I go, how come this sounds like criticism? Yes. And she goes, cause, cause I, I, as an experienced person, I know you're doing that. It makes me feel like you're not in the moment. And I go, I'm sorry. So I'm doing the things that seems missing, but I'm not in the moment enough. She goes, yeah. And I, I find it a little troubling. And I was like, I, I, can't, I can't, I can't. I can't. The other no. tough thing about improv is also, it's like, I say this as someone who used to do it. Got a bad improv show. I don't think there's anything worse in the world. There's nothing. Mm-mm. There, I, I'm, I'm going to say bad improv is, it should be a form of torture. It is. It, it already it, is. It, 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 it really is. And most like just the amount I've seen just, and like, when, and especially if they're still on stage having fun, it's like, read the room. Yeah. No one is enjoying this. You are bad. This is bad. I did a Zoom show over the pandemic and I'm never, I, I wish I knew this guy's name. I should have written it down. He was doing solo improv from his house. No. Gets worse. Immediately no. Immediately no. We're just talking to comics before the show and he goes, I actually loves it. I love Zoom. He's like, I like Zoom better than live shows. And I literally want to be like, because you're a fucking loser. Who the fuck likes, are you crazy? You like doing solo, imp- it's because you're shit. It's because you're bad. You're what, a bad person. You're a bad comedian. Watch him? I absolutely left right after my set. I was like, I, I, I muted it. I'm like, I can't be, I hate this guy. No, I mean, I don't know what your experience was like, but I know during the pandemic, I said, <laughs> someone reached out to me, I don't remember who it was, but someone reached out to me. It was probably like two months of the pandemic. And this is when Zoom shows were just starting. And they said, um, oh, do you want to do a Zoom show? I was like, oh, no, definitely not. And they're like, why not? I was like, oh, I don't know about everyone else, but like, I'm incredibly sad. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was, I, I mean, I was sad. So anytime someone's like, do you want to do Zoom shows? I was like, I think I, I would, that would make me sadder than I am right now. Yes. And I'll tell you what, you didn't miss much. Yeah. yeah. You, you missed- I said yes to corporate shows. I did corporate Zoom shows, yes. but I didn't do, because those are paying me enough to not be sad. Oh yeah. The, the money, it was at one point though, I was making more money doing Zoom shows than I was live shows. I was like, this is crazy. I don't know if I like, that. I don't no, know if I, I don't like the like idea it. of that. No, I don't like it at all. I can't, and you were doing them from your parents' house. I had a parents' house. Oh yeah. And it was a nightmare. Cause I would, they'd be like, my dad would come and be like, keep it down. And you just, my dad's head peeking in the background. I'm like, I need to get out of here. Had they already heard all your stand up? Oh yeah. Cause yeah, I know they, that you've done jokes about, I think I've heard more jokes about your dad than your mom, but. Yeah, a lot uh, more jokes about my dad. Yeah, but I've heard you do jokes about them, but they've heard them all. So this was yeah. nothing new to them. My dad loves it. My dad, really? I, I lo- oh, my dad is, he is, it's weird doing gross jokes and thinking your parents are going to be weirded out. I think at first my mom was like embarrassed and cause my mom, we'll get to this part, but this is what I'll be part of the, what I'm teaching you. My mom uh, is a Highland dancing teacher, Scottish dancing with bagpipes. I'm not Scottish. It's a whole thing. I'm no, going I'm I'm to teach you the Highland so flying. That's what you're going to get. This, yeah. <laughs> you're so stoked about uh, Honestly, I'm really excited. <laughs> We've gotten some weird ones. So this is going to be fun. Uh, this yeah. is a good one. Yeah. So uh, she was embarrassed that all her like dancing friends, I think would like see her daughter and then like look me up and see it. I'm like, my big fucking clit. And it was like, you know what I mean? It's a lot. I, I get it. I'm allowed to say again. But then I started doing kind of well. And then my parents, like, they're very supportive. They've, they've been supportive for a while. Well, that's because, you know, when we were talking earlier off mic about how, and congratulations again, so all of our listeners going to hear, you got past the comedy store. That's super amazing. Mm-hmm. But for like someone like me, it's so easy to say. For, for me, it's so easy to say, because I didn't see you at the beginning where I'm like, oh yeah, you, I could tell that you were great from the minute I saw you. But like, you would, I don't know if when you were beginning, no, you were like, oh, so I'm bad. trash. Were you bad at the jump? Because mm-hmm. you had the improv and sketch experience. So I feel like that had to have given you a little confidence kind of go in and- 
think like I can handle it even if I'm bombing, I can get my way out of here. Absolutely not. No, really? I, oh, I was bad. I, I would talk so fast, a mile a minute. I'd make no sense at all. I would do all act outs. It, it, I used to do one joke. It was so bad where I would, it was my impression of Keith Richards where I would shove wig hair in my toes and then take, draw like a weird face on the bottom of my foot and then take it out and put it on a stool and just be like, Keith Richards, of course that's not funny. Never got a laugh. Why would I do that? It was a nightmare bit to do. Full barefoot on the stage. It was so, it was so stupid. I think I was high when I thought that was funny. But like shit, like I would do stupid shit, like bad shit. And then I finally, it takes you a long time to like find your voice. and Oh, for sure. You know. I was sure I had an incredible joke that I used to do. And I still think there's something here. I, listen, I'll go to the grave thing. There's something here. But I had, I had a coworker who I did not know. We worked in the same office. And I saw him in the kitchen. There's a kitchen in our office. And I said, uh, hey, how's it going? And he was like, good. And I was like, uh, cool. And that was the entire conversation. And then I got to my desk and he sent me an email. He said, hey, I'm just, I just wanted to email you because I'm letting my friends in the office know that I'll be transitioning. And I was like, we're not we're friends. friends. Yeah. I don't know this person. <laughs> I don't know you. And I didn't know what to say. <laughs> so I wrote back, that's so cool. And uh, yeah, because I was like, because I don't know this person. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, yeah. I saw like saw him in the coffee uh, in the the micro kitchen later getting coffee, and they just replaced the coffee machine with this one that also could do a latte. And so I I look at it, I go, oh, that's so cool. And he looks at me, and goes, I guess everything is cool to you. And oh I walked my out, God. and I and so I like tried to like tell this joke on stage, and like no one laughed. And I tried it when I was first starting. I tried this a bunch of times and like Nothing. everyone, and then one person came up to me and they go, it feels a little insensitive. And I was like, why? I don't say any bad no, words or anything. And they go, yeah, you're I making see. fun of someone else's transition. And I was like, no, but no, that's, that's the thing. I'm making fun of me because yes. I don't know what I was. And they were like, it's really offensive. I was like, okay, so I suck at this. Like I'm yeah. very bad. It was a nightmare. When did you start? How old are you when you started? I was later. I was, because I was doing improv and sketch up until I was 25. Five, six? Proper stand-up, not until I was probably 28. And now yeah. you're here? Yeah. Well, yeah. And what a joy. What a joy it is to be here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was telling you earlier, literally doing that show in San Diego where someone was just yelling at me and I was like, so this is what I signed up for then. Yeah, this is, it's, oh yeah. I, someone asked me the other day if I still get heckle, hecklers. I'm like, of course. Hecklers also, are never going to go away. No. They think it's part of the show. They think they're helping the show. If you're listening to this and you're at a comedy show, don't fucking just chime in. This is not like... Sometimes it's fun. I do say sometimes I do like, like, and I'll get a good riff off something. Sure. I like doing a light, I like having light crowd work, but like when they make it about them, they're drinking, like it's too much. The biggest problem for me is if the person either has ill intentions or is too drunk to know what's happening. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. I mean, that's, it's also, I hate when like the club doesn't do anything about people yelling like that. No. Like some nope. clubs are like, the store is great. Like they are like- Well, they'll- You're out. out. Yeah, you're yeah, in a heartbeat. It's, it's unless you're like, you're like, yeah, you're out. Might have a light stalker. Um, well, uh, not a stalker, but uh, somebody I matched with on Bumble that we started texting and I got freaked out. Very weird. Like, I don't know where I was like, kiss, come over now, kiss. Wait, like, like when just, you say kiss, like an emoji? Just, just would write the word kiss. Oh, like, no, it, it really grossed me out. No, and I was I'm like, not, no. No, so I blocked him. Uh, then he found me on Instagram and he's been commenting and a lot of stuff. So I had to block him from you my block, stories. Okay. From the stories. Well, I didn't want to do it for the post. Because I'm, I'm very easy to Google. So I was scared he, if I cut him off completely, he'll know. But I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have to show his pick to the store and be like, if this guy ever comes. Are they good about that though? Like, what? I think they would, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they'd be like, you're not allowed in. Yeah. I haven't had a stalker, but I feel like if I did, I would be terrified. Yeah, this is not full stalker yet. It's just, it's, there's been, yeah, it's strange. 
Well, I think that's as good a time as any to jump into the first segment. How do you feel? Okay, so the first segment is called the newly friend game. And it's like the newlywed game, but we're friends. Mm-hmm. Unless it's mm-hmm. something I don't know. I don't know if we got married while I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. The way that this game works is I'm going to ask you a question. We are both going to write down. You're going to write down your answer. I'm going to guess if I can try what your answer okay. is. I'm trying to guess it. And then we'll do the question for me. Usually we have different questions. Today, we're going to both have the same question. Okay. But we're going to go for you first. Okay? okay. So the question for you, write it down. Don't say it out loud. Who is your favorite Canadian comic? Now, the problem with this, for anyone that doesn't know this, because I, I mean, I think a lot of people know this, but for people that don't know this, Canada has had more impressive comics than I like than almost anywhere in the world. Uh, yes. So, I mean, well, now this now that I'm really thinking of it, maybe I should change it. No, no, I, I'm going to keep my answer. I'm going to circle what my actual answer is. I'm going to write down two because I think that you probably like both of these people. So I'm just curious. Okay. This. Can I write down two? Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll only circle the one that you really want to make your answer. Okay, you ready to flip okay. your board on three? Yes. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, flip. Oh, okay. So I guessed Jim Carrey would yes. be yours. Because okay. you feel like, I feel like you must have loved Jim Carrey I did love up. Jim Carrey. Yeah, you I forgot about vibe. Jim Carrey. Yes, and yes, then yes. I also wrote down as like two other people you might enjoy were Martin Short and, and Catherine Martin O'Hara. Short, yeah, and there we go. And you wrote Deb D. D- Giovanni, uh-huh. who, by the way, if you don't know, I'm looking right down the barrel. If you don't know her, she is an absolute She's the funniest person in the world. riot. Yeah. I-, I will say this. The hardest thing about seeing her live is you don't get any time between to breathe. You it's, don't. It's, it's nonstop it's, it's, She's that. She was the first live stand-up show I ever saw growing up. When I was in high school, my friends took me uh, for my 17th birthday and she was so fucking sweet and nice. And they're like, it's her birthday. And she's like, wish me a birthday. And I talked to her after. And I'm like, I think I want to do stand-up comedy. And she's like, go ahead, do a girl. She was so nice. She wasn't like, when people tell me they want to do comedy, I'm like, the fuck in my face. But she was like, so nice. I think she is, I've talked to her a few times, truly one of the nicest people. But honestly, she's, I've never seen her not kill. No, I'm sure she may have bombed at some point, but I, I've never seen it. Never one time. I've never seen it. Hey, she's no. too good. Yeah, yeah, she's so funny. Okay, and the question for me is the same one. I'm going to write okay. this down. Can you guess who my favorite Canadian comedian is? Don't say it. Just write her down. I'm trying to think. Your favorite Canadian comedian. Okay. Okay, you ready? Flip your board in three, two, one. Oh my God, that's another I great one. I was gonna write Phil Hartman. I forgot he was Canadian. Uh, so Phil Hartman is one of my absolute favorites. Damn Just it. to forget Canada of all time, Phil Hartman is- Phil Hartman's the funniest man in the world. Though. I truly, like I go back and watch Phil Hartman SNL he, stuff. It, and I, I watch, um, he was so good news radio. He was the best part of news radio. He was, of course. Well, Stephen Root as well. Stephen Root is someone who literally, anytime he pops up in a movie or television show, I go, oh. Yeah, literally. He's the first celebrity I saw here. I saw him at Whole Foods. Like, I was at my Did buddy. Did you say something? No, I, I just followed him for a bit, but I didn't say anything. I was just <laughs> I just said, I love that. I followed him. Um, but I do like Mike Myers. Yes. Um, you wrote Mike Myers, also amazing. Mike Myers is a good guy. I mean, I, that's um, it. Mike Myers, is that, is that it? Is that that's the whole first segment. How'd that's you feel? That's quick. I yeah, like a quick, quick segment. The reason I wrote Jim Carrey for you is because when I think about your style, he has yes. the interesting ability. I don't know if he does stand up much anymore, but he had the interesting ability. Like he could modulate his energy and he would leave spaces. You know, he wasn't just energy, modulate. energy, energy. Yeah. So it, he would be like super, before. super loud, super crazy. Yes, yes, and yes. then could, and then would let it pace out a little bit and then relax for a second and find yes. a, a space where it's a little quieter and then go back into another thing. And I always found that like, when I think about how you do stand up, it's very similar where you can dial in the energy yeah. and pull back out of it. Yeah. I think that's what took me that when I first started, I was just energy and I didn't, I didn't know how to find those like pauses or like the tone changes, but I'm like, now that I do it too, I can, it's, it's, you get a bigger laugh. Hell yeah. And you're like, one do you think that Deb did too with her, how it's like bang, bang, bang. Like, I don't want to do like Set up punchline, whatever joke. I want like everything I say to be funny. Like every line. 
It's hard to try and recreate someone like like her style because it's so dialed in. Yeah, like, no, it, no, I could never do her style, but I mean, just the idea of having five laughs in like a one minute joke is, is better than having that one big. Oh, yeah. I was curious when you were talking about your sister. Is your sister also funny? Funniest person I know. Really? I think my sister is the funniest person out of all of the comedians. I honestly, to God, think she's hilarious. Really? She kills so hard. Is she older her, or younger? Younger. Three years younger. She's funny as hell. Never want to do comedy. I try to get her to do sketches with me for years. She won't do it? No, never. What, she, what does she do? She works for City of Toronto. Cedar Toronto? C- City of Toronto. Oh, City of yeah, Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so she doesn't even do anything related not to entertainment. Close. No, not even close. She does nothing, not even remotely related, but she's, I bring her just for laughs with me every year. She, everyone loves her. She got asked by people from Levity last year to rep her. Like, who's that girl? We want to rep her. I'm like, that's my sister. She's not a comedian. Like she was killing so hard. Just in conversation. Just in conversation. She's just witty and she's likable and yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually wildly annoying. I, 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 it makes me furious. <laughs> but you're already you're already doing really well. It's no, not like you I'm have to compete fine. with her. Yes, yes, yes. But it's still like, it's just like you fucking bitch. You yeah, you're I mean? like, hey, you do this without even trying. Yeah, literally. What, have you ever, like, I'm sure you have brought her out to LA and been like, just like, just come to some shows and see maybe you might want to try no, it. She no, never, she has zero interest in ever doing it. What does she do for the city? She oversees all like the ice rinks in the winter and then she oversees all the camps in the summer. Oh my gosh. I was, mm-hmm. well, as I was someone who went to camp growing up. So I'm a big, I have a yeah, very camp. soft spot for camp. Okay. Yes, I used yeah. to, uh, I used to, to um, yes. Yeah. I used to be a camp counselor. Were you really? Skateboarding camp in Toronto. Sorry, what happened there? Skateboarding, skateboarding camp? Skateboarding camp, yeah. You were a skateboarder. I wasn't so much the skateboarder as I was the person that just did the games and the lunches with the kids. It was me and two guys who were skateboarders. They taught them to skateboard. I had a skateboard. The kids liked to make fun of me and make me do things that I didn't want to do, like go down the fucking. No, I can never do vert? that. I couldn't do it. No, the going, like dropping in. What's it yeah, called? Dropping, yeah, 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 yeah. That's vert skating. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I, I, there's me. There's a couple of girls. We would just kind of go practice our ollies on the fence. Um, I can't stand on one. No, it's. I have a longboard. That I still. I keep telling myself I'm going to come down here and go for a long stroll. I used to use a longboard in Toronto as my like my until I got around my transportation. So you are actually you are actually able to do that decently well. I, I'm I'm good at longboarding. Yes. Okay. I've got balance. I think it's from the dancing. Uh, the dancing that is it time for segment two? I you mean, know what? This is Screw it. Let's go to segment two. Segment two. I <laughs> I love this. I love. Are you hosting? Are you hosting? I'm podcast? hosting. I'm hosting. Uh, you're great. Uh, segment two. It's called Teach Me Something. People uh-huh. say I have a lot to learn. I use this segment for that. Okay. Uh, you could teach us anything. Could take ten seconds. Could take ten minutes. All right. Well, you gotta Whatever we gotta stand up. Okay. Okay. So Highland dancing is. Have you ever seen Highland dancing? Is it like, I know like Irish, like river dance. Okay. So, okay. How do I explain it? So it is, it's all about hopping and jumping and turn. So uh, river dancing is more turned in. Highland dancing is all turned out. So that's, oh, your feet are- I actually naturally, I have turnout issues. Then this is great. Okay. Okay, Yeah. So I'm going to teach you the first step of the Highland flank. This is going to be the greatest thing I've ever done. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. I'm going to screw this up, but go ahead. No, the mic has to go down. Okay. Mic's down. Mic's down. Mic's down. Sorry. All right. Hey folks, quick host note. I had a ton of fun in this segment learning to dance and doing so incredibly ineffectively. But given that learning to dance is an inherently visual medium, we trimmed it a lot for the audio version for your sanity. But if you do want to see that or to watch any video of the full episodes, we post all of those on our YouTube channel every week. So feel free to go there and give it a watch. All right, enough of me, back to the show. You're kind of close. You do one, one, two, three, and then you turn. Okay, so okay, this okay, side, okay, yeah, okay. okay. Here we go. So here we yes. Go, here we go. All right. So point, bop, back, bop, 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 switch. Yes, yes, point, back, front, back. Other side, no, one more on this side, then you're turning. So uh, point, back, front, 
back and now turns so with the other leg with the other leg so, yeah, yeah. yes you pretty, you pretty much did it yeah there it is you did it you did it you did it you're pretty good actually I'm sweating oh it's honestly a crazy workout oh my god yeah so I did that from the age of three to 18 years old I am I'm seriously sweating no, it's, I, I'm sweating doing I it's oh. the best workout in the world I can I tell something I kind of liked it is that weird? Did you? I kind of liked it. Is that is men that, do it? I mean, a lot of there's a lot. My mom has uh, some male dancers right now that are really good. The reason I liked it is because I like dancing generally, so it's kind of like a thing for okay. me. Okay, but like it, it gave me something I could kind of like. I feel like I could get it right. Sometimes when you're doing dancing, yes. there's nothing to get right or wrong. And this, yeah, and you get better at it, and like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I get it right, and I also feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. Once you actually get it, you can throw a little flair in. No, you, there's no flair. <laughs> there's no flair. There's no flair. It, it, it's very regimented in how it is, but like you can get better at it. Yeah, you yeah, actually were pretty good. Some more tea. Thank you. You were you pretty were good for a guy too. Um, you're a great teacher. You, yeah, sorry, you were saying, we, how long did you do? By the way, do you, do you want to I'll, I'll touch more tea, yes. I started when I was three years old. So my mom is a teacher. So I started when I was three and I quit when I was 18. Why did you quit? I wasn't very good. Well, you just taught me. You seem good. No, 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 no. Like my mom. So this is strange. My mom has a dancer who won the world. The Highland, there's a Highland Dancing World Championship. She won it, I think, 10 times consecutively. No one's ever done that. She's like, I think she's in the Guinness Book of Records. Like, Wait, this was your mom's My student? mom's students. Yeah. So my mom is, a. everyone knows my mom in Highland Dancing. So she's like, brag. She thinks, oh, whatever. Gosh. So everyone like knows my mom. So having a, a teacher who has one of the best students and then me and my sister who were just, like, I always joke, I have jokes about that I'm built like my dad, but I am. I'm built like my fucking, my Bulgarian father. Like, I was never meant to dance. I have, like, nine and a half feet. This is not, these are not dancers' feet. I don't have, like, an arch. I had, like, no energy. I couldn't, oh, I, like, I jump. I have flat feet, too. Yeah, I feel It's like not it. good. You can't have flat feet. You got to be bouncing around. You got to have a good arch. You be, you're, toy, you're pointed all the time. You're turned out. Like Yeah, when you said the pointing, I didn't realize at first it's actually pointed toe. It's a pointed toe, How yeah. is your mom, like... I know a lot of, well, I don't know what Highland dance is like, but I know like a lot of traditional like ballet. It's like you're super long and really tall yeah. and like, you know, all the thing with the pointing and the arches. Is, is yeah. that like, is that what your mom looks like? No, she she was pretty good, a good dancer, but like, no, me and my sister, I, we just had no choice. Oh we just gosh. had to get into it. And uh, yeah, we both are a bit like a fucking ox. So it's like, it's not broad back. I'm like a, a Bulgarian man up there. I'm like, why am I, I shouldn't be dancing. It, the kill, it's a lot. It was like crazy. So people always compliment my legs. That's my one Everyone's like, oh my God, your legs. I'm like, it's literally from doing that for so many years. I feel Bouncing. like there was, I don't remember what, you did some comedy thing I really don't remember. I probably should have done more research before you came over, but you did something where I think where you wore a dress on stage. And I think you made a comment about how you had great legs. Because everybody, everyone, I, I mean, I'm not a like, I have great legs. People are always like, what the hell? Like mostly women, because they're, they're like muscular. They're like, I like, I'm telling you right now, it has been from dancing my whole life. Now, the one thing that you said that I actually didn't get to dig into was you said that it's Scottish. Yes. So it's, but your mom's not No Scottish. one's Scottish in my family. No, it makes no sense. So my mom started teaching Highland dancing, I think she, when she was 20 years old. My grandma got her into it. My grandma's not Scottish. She was just obsessed with Scotland for some reason. It's very strange. So I used to go to Scotland every year to perform Highland dancing in Scotland at the Highland Games out there. And I'm like, I'm pissed. You know what caber tossing is? 
No. Okay, so caber tossing is part of like the Highland Games. They have like men with like usually men, but women do too. But like you have to throw a caber and you have to make it flip all the way over. You like got to tell me what a caber. It's like a, a wood. It's like a big like log of wood. It's like a big. It's like a telephone pole kind of thing. It's so like this a, is like a strongman competition. Yeah, kind of. And I, I always say that I wish my parents put me in the fucking. I, I should have been tossing the log around. Them. I would have killed it. There is there was a really weird series. It was like a documentary series on Netflix. I think it was like six episodes. I think it was uh, called like We Are Champions or Yeah. We Are Do you want to know something wild about that? I pitched that idea in Canada in 2012. I, I just, someone just sent me the, I have the exact same pitch for that same fucking show. And I, I almost sent it to the producer who didn't reply to me to be like, fuck you. I had this fucking show ready to be made fucking 15 years ago. 2012, well, how long was that? 20? Uh, at least 10 years, yeah, 10 years ago. 10 years ago, 10 years ago. And, and no one would fucking reply to me. Are you serious? It, I, yeah, it was called me and my friend Laura Danowski were going to do where we would go to all these, like the cheese rolling thing. We'd go to all That's these countries. That's what I was just thinking about. Yes, we about. would go and do, we wanted to do all these crazy things. Two girls, two city girls go to like the country, do these crazy things. I'm pissed off. I've never seen a show so exact. I'm mad. So genuinely, the reason I brought it up was because when you were talking about those games, I thought about the cheese rolling yeah. when you run after the thing. And I am, you know, just my regularly jokes uh, that my entire body is falling apart. But I really think I'd be good at that. Yeah. That you seem like you, you, yeah. I'd go like, for it yeah, real yeah, hard. Yeah. But like I am damaged everywhere. So yeah. like it's nothing new. Like I literally over quarantine broke cartilage in my left wrist. Like I'm just not. How? Doing what? It's a whole long story. But like the natural thing of typing like this was already doing a lot of damage to my wrist. I played guitar for a lot of years. Oh, okay, so okay. that that was just not doing yeah. well. And then- this is kind of an embarrassing story. The cat that I told you that was sick, yes. her name is Stella. She's, um, how to put it, uh, politely a larger girl. So sometimes uh, I, we call it, you know, giving her a ride downstairs. I'll like, instead of making her, cause she lumbers down the stairs, she's a bigger gal. Uh, so like I will uh, sometimes like pick her up and carry her and bring her down the stairs. I was doing that. There were workers that had been working in our apartment and they were terrible. We're literally, we, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this in the podcast, we'd like filed a complaint with the state against this guy. Oh, wow. I mean, he was terrible. He left a stair undone. He hadn't secured the stair. I was unaware of that. I, so I'm carrying I, this cat. I uh -huh. step, I launch off the stairs, holding this cat. I am going to fall on her. Like I'm going to break her entire body. Yeah. So I literally launch her. Because you saw when you first walk in right by the stairs, a lot of people obviously don't know where I live, but as you, you pass the bedroom, I am falling down as the bedroom door comes. I transfer her to my left, toss her into the bedroom. Oh my God. And and just fell right onto my wrist on my left oh, hand. Just fell right just... on. Because I, I it was either that or she was going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously yeah. it wasn't going to kill a cat. Yeah. No, you're not so, going to kill a cat. So I launched her. She actually sprained her little kitty ankle from the launch. But like, wow. I just, I, there was nothing else I could do. I had to like try and save her. So I like yeah. tossed her and snapped the cartilage in my wrist. Oh God. Yeah, it's it's a little how embarrassing. Big is she? How how big? Uh, I don't. Jess hates when I call her a bigger gal. Jess hates it. She's like, "You're fat shaming her cat." I was like, "I didn't. I'm not shaming her. She's I a mean. bigger lady. Uh, <laughs> she's a rotund gal. When she walks, her hips sashay like okay. this. Okay, does she have like a big gut? Uh, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I I think she's great. I I <laughs> uh, she's real sweet. She's real sweet. But uh, yeah, that's why that's okay. how I mess up my wrist. But I really do think I'd be good with with cheese rolling. I know you went for the dancing. Were there any other things that you competed in? I played Australian rules football for I, a bit. That's one of my favorite sports in the world. Aussie rules football is I, the greatest thing. Are you thing ready ever. for this? Are you ready for my biggest brag of all time? Please. I made the Canadian national team. It's my biggest brag. I don't I it's like no one yes. Okay. AFL? I, made I made the Canadian team. Yes. So the Canadian women's team. So 
when I was 27 years old, I was like really fit. I was running nonstop. I was like training for a half marathon. So I ran like 19 kilometers a fucking week. It's like, yeah, half a half marathon. I'd be running them like three times. I was crazy. I think it's like 12 miles. That's a it's boatload a lot. of I'd, miles. I'd be running a lot a week. Like it was, it was mentally un unwell. So I was on a team in Toronto, a women's team in Toronto, and uh, we'd play every weekend. And I was like, fast as shit. Aussie rules football is not a very well-known sport. It's pretty big in Canada for some reason. I don't know why, especially in Toronto. There were seven women's teams. We compete every weekend. It was crazy. We had practices twice a week. It was nuts. I was like, big club. It's oh, They were also very supportive people. They'd all come to my shows. It was the best. I I'm still friends in Australia. with Australia. That's how I knew oh, Aussie rules football. No, I yeah. literally, this, I randomly got into because I played lacrosse in a college, in high school. Sorry. That's also a heavy running yeah, yeah. Sport, yeah, I was very, as yes. So I used to be able to do this shit. But yeah, so I made the, I auditioned for the team. Didn't get it at first, uh, the first round. And then I got an email like a week after being like, I guess that was like the, the second tier down, but I don't give a fuck. I had the fastest. So you had to run a 3.5 kilometer. That was part of the, of the uh, training. Fastest in Canada. What? I used to be very fit and it's all gone now. I know. <laughs> I, I cannot all believe. Gone. Wait, I so. Okay, so you made the team. So I didn't go because it was I was 27 years old and it was either go to Australia and pay $2,000 to go myself because that's how fucking sports work or I got into my first festival in Canada, the Halifax Comedy Festival. You were choosing between comedy mm -hmm. and Aussie rules mm -hmm. football. And I then I obviously did. How do you comedy. not? Do you talk about this all the time? I like, no. I, I would talk about this all the time. I never talk about this. I think that Aussie no one knows rules, what it is. it's one of the most fun sports to watch. It's crazy. It, it combines like three different, it's kind of like soccer. It's kind of like American football, but not really. It's definitely got a rugby component. Yes. It's so fun. It's, it's like so a nonstop, fun. like, the reason I love watching basketball is because basketball moves at a really quick yes. clip. AFL moves faster. It's, it's insane. Do you do any like sports leagues here? I mean, I am so impressed with this. Do well, you do any like sports here's leagues? Here's the thing. So I, because I played lacrosse in high school yeah, and then yeah, I played yeah, yeah. after and then whatever, I joined a lacrosse league this year. Congratulations. No. No, not, not, no. No, no, no. I played okay. one game. Oh, no, no, no. I broke three ribs. From, what? From breathing too hard. That can't be true. I, yes, it was. I was so out of shape. I would break my ribs all the time playing Aussie football all the time. Like, I, I, you, nothing you can do. You break ribs, you lie down for three weeks. That's it. There's nothing they heal themselves. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, I, I fractured two ribs. It yeah, was a nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. It hurt so bad. So I, I, knew, I knew the exact pain. I was so bad. All the rules were different. I've never been this embarrassed. I don't think in my life. Like, it was all these young 20-year-old girls bopping all over me. I couldn't keep up with anybody. I, like, didn't want the ball to come near me. I couldn't catch it. I was so embarrassed. I'll never play again. Really? I'll never play again. I'll never go back. I am so bad at organized sports. Jess was like, we should join a sports league. I was like, I don't think there's a sports league that I would be able to do. I want to start a flag football league out here because it's not tackle. Sure. You got to get the flag situations off. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm good at football. I used to be incredibly fast and agile, but now I think I'm old and I That's the problem. It. It'll be, I'm going to have to preface it with like, you need to be in your thirties. I don't want some young yeah. fox coming out here to play. It's, it's an older league. Yeah. Cause I can't, cause I, I joined Aussie rules when I first came out here. I was playing on a team out here for, I like, I played one game. I'm like, mm, no, I don't have health insurance or whatever I have. It doesn't make any sense. Kids. Yeah, they're some of my age, but I was like, I'm just also like, I'm like, I'm not getting hurt out here. In Canada, fine, I can go to the hospitals on a big whoop. Out here, I truly don't understand. I don't understand how anyone lives out here. It's I literally went in for strap throat like a month ago yeah. and I ended up paying $500. I'm like, what do I pay a month? What's a month? What am I paying? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand it and I hate it and I get so angry. I paid to go into the hospital on getting checked, so I'm paying. I'm just, I don't get it. What is that your least favorite part of, yes. of the US? I can't stand it. It's crazy. $500 for a strep throat? Are you 
fucking kidding me. Oh, our healthcare system is completely backwards here. No, it made no sense. I was like, I don't know what's going on in Canada. It's free. And then I had like a fucking yeast infection, regular thing women get. I understand. Over the counter pills in Canada. Simple stuff. It's not an STD. Women get them all the time. Wait, are they not? Are they- no, they are not. The yeast infection pills, you have to get a fucking prescription. $100 I had to pay to get. I'm like, this is fucking wait, 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 stupid. Wait, 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 wait. Is that true? Yes. Because I know, I know the yeast infections are very, very normal. They have, oh, like a, there's like a creams and like little things you can put in over the counter like on the shelves. But no, it's usually like, it's like not a Z-pack, but isn't it like you take a few pills and you knock it out? It's one pill and it goes away and it cost me $100 and I'm losing my mind over it still. $100. I made my mom buy, they're $18 in Canada. I made my mom buy me like 20 bars of mirror. I'll just give it to my friends because it's, it's nuts that we have to fucking get a prescription for a fucking yeast infection pill. It's you, crazy. You can have a yeast pill racket over it's, here. It's, just I buy should, over I know, there. I, just, I, yeah, I, I, I should because it's, it's, it's so crazy. Some people run drugs. You run yeast infection I medication. I mean, I should. You should. It's a common thing. Men can get them too, eh? I haven't had one, but I'm sure yeah. that they can. They can if you, if you have sex with a girl who has uh, yeast infection, you can get one. I also know someone told me the other day that men can get, I mean, this is like, listeners are like, oh, got to turn this off. But I, I did hear that men can get UTIs also. Oh, yeah. I've not had one, but I'm very you nervous for need, that. Everybody needs to be peeing right after sex. I, I do don't oh, every time. understand why people still don't. It's very weird. I listen. I'll pee all the time. I really. I, I don't drink enough water, but um, I do. No. I do do that. Wait, uh, do you all the time. Pee? I I do. I Although do. You're like if listeners are gonna turn this off. If anyone's offended by this, don't listen to my podcast. It oh, is yeah. called Steph Infection, and it's all about gross shit. What is the weirdest conversation you had on Steph Infection? We're plugging this podcast right now. What's a weirdest uh, conversation? Well, the, the Samantha Mack one was a big one. Oh, the be- I'd say the best one, I guess it was kind of weird. I had a Naked and Afraid contestant on and she was telling me all about like what the fuck they do. It's, it's crazy. They don't, don't get help from anybody. They're literally out there nude. She was telling me how they all got ticks and they had to pick them off each other's assholes because they couldn't see. So they'd all have to like bend over and like open their butts and like pick off each other's because they couldn't get to take them off. This is going to be a weird comment. What was the woman's first name? Stacy, Not the same person. Jess always jokes that every time that we're out in public, she thinks I'm running for mayor because I will talk to anyone. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh but uh-huh. we were like, I was sitting in a coffee shop. And, um, Could be the next Mayor Max. Uh, oh, oh, boy. Do you Mayor Max is? No. It's a golden retriever who's the mayor of uh, Italy, Italy Wild, was it called? California. Idlewild. Idlewild, Bass. Love a mayor who's a dog. It, it's the funniest thing in the world. A, it's a golden retriever. Didn't Toronto have a mayor situation? What was his yeah, name? Yeah, Rob, Rob Ford. Ford? Yeah. <laughs> the crack smoking mayor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was just going to say, I was sitting in a coffee shop and struck up a conversation with a woman and uh, long story short, I believe she was, I believe the show she was almost naked and afraid. And then she ended up like holding a Guinness record of some kind for visiting the most countries oh, um, wow. as a as a woman under a certain age. Well, I don't really know, but we talked for a while and uh, we exchanged uh, numbers, not in a, any sort of romantic way, but just in like a, hey, like, you know, if you ever want to grab coffee oh. or whatever. And I did not, I did not get in touch. So do you want to move to the lightning round? We might have to. Okay. We might have to. Uh, well, so sorry. Lightning. Cue that music and post. <laughs> I love okay. that sound. It's pretty, isn't that nice sound? Uh-huh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a good sound. Okay, five questions. I put them on the next card. It makes me feel like a late night talk show host. Uh-huh. I can uh, tell you like this. Yeah, fast questions don't have to be fast answers. Okay. Okay, so All let's right. jump right in. What is a favorite ritual of yours? So mine is making tea. What would be a favorite ritual of yours? Ritual? Yeah. Do you meditate? Do you make coffee in the morning? Yeah, I guess I make coffee bed? in the morning, I guess. I don't know. And I feel like I don't have a cool one. Oh, you don't have to have a cool one. Before you get on stage, maybe is there something that you no. do? No. Somebody asked me the other day and I was like, not really. No, I don't like, I can go up right now. I don't need to have like a, a pep talk before anything. Like, I met a comic who literally was telling me that he um, he almost cries before he gets on stage because he's so nervous. I go, oh, I don't do that at all. That's wild. Maybe I guess coffee in the morning, I wake up first thing I make a pot. That's it, I guess. That's a good and one. I feel like it sucks. No, it doesn't suck. Mine was making tea. Mine's no better than yours. 
what is a running bit you have with a friend or a partner that makes you laugh? Oh. Or your sister. Oh, if you got yeah, one of yeah. Those. I was thinking, I'm like, actually, yeah, okay. I will, uh, yeah, I have, we have a running bit with my mom because she doesn't know how to get the the phone. She doesn't know how to change the photo on the back of her phone. Sure. So there's this picture. I don't even know. You can Google at home. I don't know what it is. If you Google dog man, it's this weird, do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. It's this weird thing. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a human, it looks like it's a weird sculpture and it looks like a dog person and there's like weird little like baby things that kind of sucking. It's like, it's it's really gross. So me and my sister, whenever we had the chance, we put that on the back of my mom's phone and she gets so pissed off, but it's a really funny bit. By the way, we've talked about your sister a lot. I didn't catch her name. What is her name? Jess. Jess. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Jess Lynn. Jessa Lynn. Yeah, but okay. she goes by Jess. Yes. Wonderful. Well, yes. just want to give shout out to yeah. Jess. <laughs> Jess. She'll never listen to this. No, she yeah. definitely won't. Uh, can you do an impression of one or both of your parents? Yes. Uh, my This is my dad. We'd just be regularly sitting here right now just having a conversation. He'd be like, oh yeah, you know, just this coffee and then sip and I'll be like, it's fucking hot! Why is it so hot? <laughs> Anyways, you know, I was talking to your grandma the other day. He'll just start screaming for no reason and then go back to like he wasn't just screaming. When is he coming to LA? I want to hang out with him. This man's unhinged. I literally told this to somebody the other day, uh, a man I had sex with, and he laughed very hard, but this is real. My dad, like, he's like, oh, you know, it sounds like he has anger management problems. We bought my dad an anger management book years ago when I was in high school. I swear to God, he went, I don't fucking need this and threw it. He threw the anger management book. I'm like, can you... That's the funniest thing in the world. I don't think you can have you, a better thing. It's to do insane. Than that. I what is his name? Peter. I love Peter so much. It hurts inside. And Joy, I'll do an impression of my mom. My mom, uh, my mom is very annoying. Oh, all my friends think I'm really funny too. You know, you go, you're doing stand up, but I could have, I could have always done stand up comedy myself. So I'm like, no, you couldn't have. No, you couldn't have. I get so mad. My mom thinks she's funny all the time and it drives me insane. The only people that could have done stand up in your family are you and Jessalyn. Yes. Um, I just love it. Now that I know her name, I'm just yeah, like, shout saying, her out. Yeah, you're, really, you're really getting into it. Uh, question four of five, and I swear we're getting you out of here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? And if so, is there a particular moment that strikes you? Imposter syndrome. Uh, when I just got passed, I was feeling crazy. Really? I, I felt like I, I, I would show up and see like, you know, Mark Marin and Jeff Ross, all these big names. And I'm like, what am I doing here? I'm like, I, I shouldn't be here. I got really, the first few sets there, I got, I was like, I, I don't know what I did to deserve this. And I, I felt like, I felt crazy. I enjoy your stuff more than probably half of the past people at the comedy store. Well, so thank you. take that as you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm feeling better now because I'm more comfortable, but I was just like, what am I doing here? I, it's, it's crazy because oh it took like a bit to sink in. Yeah, I'm sure. And, yeah. But at the same time, as I said, I really do find you a joy to watch. Um, last question for you. Uh -huh. Last question of the entire lightning round and the podcast. Do you have a favorite tea? And if not tea, because you don't drink it a lot, do you have a favorite comfort? A favorite comfort. You know what I've been doing? This is going to sound crazy. Uh, my comfort is watching Law and Order SVU Amazing. in bed with my dog. That's flawless. Yeah. That's the best answer in the world. Yeah. That was Steve Conversations. How do you feel? feel great. Awesome. Thank you for coming. Um, we'll you. put all of your good stuff in the notes and all this great. stuff and uh, follow you everywhere. I don't know please. where you spend most of your time. Instagram, please. Instagram. Me okay, Instagram. you're like, don't do TikTok. Get out no, of there. No, I have enough followers TikTok. No offense. Enough. That's so cocky. I have enough about you got to go on Instagram. Otherwise, you know when I'm performing. You got to you gotta see the shows. Well, we will, we'll, we'll link to that. There we the go. Um, that. Steph Tolev, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. That was Steph Tolev. You can follow her on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Steph Tolev. Go subscribe to her podcast, Steph Infection. Steep Conversations is produced and edited by Lucas Marschka. Our theme song and additional music are by Oliver Hymack. Our cover art was done by Neil Fraser with photography by Matt Mazisco. Social media by Dia Viegas. 
please write a review and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you can. You can send any questions, comments, newly friend game suggestions, or tea suggestions to steepcombos at gmail.com or tweet us at steepcombos. I'm Josh Lanzette, and you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Josh Lanzette. We'll be back next week, so until then, happy steeping.